It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio, also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Well, the weekend is here. It's a Saturday, the 9th of April for 2022, and coming up, we're going to be talking about Boris Becker. Remember him, the former German tennis star? Well, he's in a little bit of hot water and property is involved. So we'll take a look at that in just a moment. Yesterday, I mentioned the Real Estate Breakfast Club is coming, to which you responded with plenty of emails coming in. Something that I didn't mention was for you to include your phone number just in case you win one of the prizes. We need to contact you. And remember, as a member of the Real Estate Breakfast Club, you'll get to hear some exclusive real estate content, which only the real estate Breakfast Club will have access to and there's going to be some great stuff to win including relaxing luxury weekends away. All you need to do remember is to email us to this email address. You can email us at myrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. And in the header, write Real Estate Breakfast. In the header, Real Estate Breakfast. And that real estate address again is myrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. And by the way, thank you for the nice comments too that you included in your emails yesterday. It's really great to have you as a listener. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. And let's have a look at the weather. Firstly, in Sydney, expecting a few showers today. 24 degrees is your high. Melbourne, partly cloudy with 27 degrees. And Brisbane, expecting some showers, also 27. And in Perth, expecting a mostly fine day and a little bit cooler in Perth, just 23 degrees. We feature market updates, interviews and trends. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast. Well, as I mentioned, former Wimbledon champion Boris Becker could be jailed for up to seven years after being found guilty of charges. The German was accused of hiding millions of pounds worth of assets, including two Wimbledon trophies to avoid paying his debts. He's lived in Britain since 2012 and said that he had cooperated with trustees trying to secure his assets, even offering his wedding ring and relied on his advisers who managed his life. Becker told the court that he earned a vast amount during his career, with the court hearing that he won some $65 million in prize money and sponsorship deals. Part of his defence was that he was involved in an expensive divorce back in 2001, but a jury found him guilty of four charges, including removal of property, two counts of failing to disclose estate and concealing debt. See, you've really got to make sure that your property is absolutely squeaky clean. The judge released Becker on conditional bail ahead of sentencing coming up on April 29 when he could face jail of up to seven years. Becker said that he was shocked and embarrassed when declared bankrupt in 2017 over an unpaid loan of more than $5 million on on his estate in Spain. He was also found guilty of transferring hundreds of thousands of pounds to other accounts and was convicted of failing to declare a property in Germany and hiding a $1.2 million loan and shares 
in a tech firm. I mean, he's in a lot of trouble, isn't he, here? And this part really got to me. Becker, a resident in Monte Carlo in Switzerland before moving to Britain, said that he had an expensive lifestyle commitment, including his $38,000 a month rented house in Wimbledon. I mean, come on, $38,000 a month? He needs to be getting much better advice, financial advice, than what he's receiving. Across every state, city and town of Australia, The Real Estate Podcast. And if you're heading out today to attend an auction, a few things that will help you be prepared. Try and get familiar with all of the ins and outs of the auction before bidding. That is the first point. And there's a few things that need to be done before auction day. And it can take a little bit of time to be fully prepared. So be sure to start your due diligence early. Can't stress that enough. And make sure that you research the property thoroughly before the auction. If you're the successful bidder, you're legally bound to buy the house unconditionally and pay the deposit so you don't want all of that stress hitting you immediately after you've bought the property and then realise Mm, I'm not sure whether I can actually buy this property, which is why you get your money organised. In fact, I asked Clay Brody, a real estate agent in Paddington in Sydney earlier this year, just how important that is. Oh, look, I think that's probably number one on the list, realistically, especially for buyers out there in the marketplace. You know, when we're, we're holding open homes on a Saturday and having, you know, 20 to 50 people walk through the door uh, and people looking to make offers pretty quickly, if you don't have your finance approved and you love that home, you're really doing yourself a disservice and probably setting yourself up for uh, a bit of heartbreak, really, because you won't be able to, to transact, I guess, and compete with the other purchases. So, you know, as a buyer out there in the marketplace, I think that is something you need to seriously consider and, and make sure you get you, you get it ticked off on before you before you get out there. It really will put you ahead of the uh, of the pack. So, getting your money organised and pre approval is a vital component of the process for you being successful on the day. And who knows, today might be the day. It's your weekend real estate podcast. Well, coming up on Monday, we're going to be talking with Tony Alexander, an economist, and part of the discussion is the brain drain across the Tasman with New Zealand's brightest immigrating to Australia. It looks like New Zealanders are looking at the job prospects offered in Australia and the cost of living and saying to themselves, this has got to be a good move, it's a no-brainer. And the next 12 months could be one of the biggest brain drains out of New Zealand in years because of the pent-up demand over COVID. Yeah, definitely. This is a characteristic, I guess, for New Zealand. We pretty much all view Australia as part of the labour market we can go into. And as long as you don't have a you know, bad conviction or you're not already a 501 deportee out of Australia, um, you know, next week you can be uh, on a plane and uh, working anywhere um, across you know, where we are now in Oz. And New Zealand has a history where our migration numbers tend to get moved around a lot by Kiwis going overseas or coming back. In Australia, it's different. For yourselves, it's more definitely the migration policy of the federal government. For ourselves, we've had massive periods in the past, many occasions over the generations, where conditions are very strong in Australia, usually in the mineral sector. We Kiwis will hop across to Australia, we say to ourselves, I'm going to work here for three to five years, make a nest egg, and then go back to New Zealand. Well, most do not go back. There's about 600 
650,000 Kiwi citizens and residents um, still uh, in Australia. And as I say, whereas in the past it was predominantly into the mineral sector, this time around the demand is coming from virtually all sectors in Australia. You don't have enough builders, drain layers, carpenters, etc. You don't have enough uh, farm workers. You don't have enough shop people to work in the shops. You don't have enough people, obviously, in the uh, rapidly growing mineral sector. You've got a missile factory to build, eventually a submarine base. Uh, you want to boost uh, the uh, armed forces about a third over the next few years. And we Kiwis, of course, we've been locked down, well, well, sort of not able to get in and out of the country easily for two years. We want to do our OE, the overseas experience. And we also, with a soaring cost of living, high house prices, uh, rising interest rates, people are basically looking at earning some more money in Australia. And I think we're going to have some pretty big outflows from New Zealand at a minimum to Australia. Some go further afield, usually to London. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.